pray for more of your grace in this room, Lord. We pray more of your grace, Lord Jesus, in this room. That we may be partakers of your grace. Allow your grace to overflow in our hearts, Lord. We love you, Lord. We thank you for everything. Jesus, you came to to show us the Father and what you've done at the cross, Lord expresses how much our Father loves us and we thank you for this love that comforts our hearts and allows us to know that there's nothing that can ever separate us from your love ever again we thank you for your love, Father it is that love that allows our hearts to chase you. Thank you, Lord. We thank you for that love, Lord, that allows our hearts to burn after you. Thank you, Lord. And I pray today, Lord Jesus, that every heart is comforted in your love that drives away all fear. I pray for this love to saturate us so we can be drunk on your love. Thank you for your love, Lord, that is better than life. Your love is better than life. Thank you that you gave us life to be in love with you. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you allow our hearts to be receptive to God's love. so we can know what life's truly about. I pray for the love of the Father to be engraved in our hearts so we can be reminded in every season and every situation that you only have plans to prosper us and not to harm us, to give us a hope and a future. Thank you for your love, Lord, that allows us to testify that it's better than life. Thank you, Jesus. Comfort our hearts today, Lord, in the finished work of the cross, because their love has been manifested. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. How are you all today? Who's ready for today? If there is if there is an investment investment if there is an investment that I want to teach today about the greatest investment that I put my life and trust with, it's this topic here. I can't tell you uh, what this investment done for me. 
regarding my walk with Christ. And we got the topic there. <coughs> I can't tell you. I can't tell you what this has done for me. As a believer, uh, 10 years in the Lord, I can't tell you how serious I took this. I can't tell you what it done to my heart, what it done to my mind, what it done to my walk. I can't tell you the greatest investment of what this done for me. Changed my life. You probably can't see it now. But the greatest advice that I give you is whatever God said through his word, it was settled in my heart. God is looking for a building, which is your vessel, right? There's two scriptures regarding building in the New Testament. And one of them is praying in tongues. What saddens me is that it's the most attacked gift in the Bible. It's the only gift that edifies you. Every other gift is to bring God's healing or bring God's deliverance or bring God's prophetic word. But this individual gift is the most attacked today in the Christian world. And I can't tell you how important it is. I'm going to take you through a little, a little picture of what happened to me when I actually started to pray in tongues and fast. It's a very sensitive topic to me, this one. You know why? Because I actually did pray in tongues. And I don't stop praying in tongues. That's why you have, or that's why we have this ministry today. That's why we are what we are today. It's no secret. And it really changed my life. Now, when I first started my journey, uh, Pastor Tony, he gave me a book, The Walk of the Spirit. Dave Robeson wrote this book. <coughs> now, before that, I was praying in tongues but not in the way that I should. When I got my hand on this book, I stopped at the place where he said that you prayed in tongues for eight hours a day, and um, he fasted. I've never read a book in my life other than the Bible. I read this book <coughs> because this man walked in the spirit. Now when I got, I don't know which page it was, but when I got to that page where it says, if you want to be used by God, pray in tongues eight hours a day and fast. So I closed the book, 
And I started. I didn't say a word. I just started. And from then to now, I can't tell you what's happened in my life. What God done to me when I started to pray in tongues was an open heart surgery. Everything uh, got laid bare before me. My, my heart's desire, my mind, my emotions, why I'm doing what I'm doing, everything. Everything got laid on the table. And there, I started to witness to the true Holy Spirit, who to this day is being faithful to me. But I invested in something so beautiful. I invested in a building. And you know, when God's going to dig something inside of you, you don't worry about it as long as your building is progressive, right? I let him touch whatever he wanted to touch. And I can't tell you what he done for me inside. Now, there are so many young people here that are hungry for the Lord. Hungry. There are so many people here that burn with passion and zeal. I like it. But I can't tell you how much he humbled me through this. And I can't tell you how I picked uh, this. I picked this to change my life. Um, uh, God is after a building. He's not after... He's not, an, uh, he's not after an affair. He's after a building. He's after a building where he can finally rest himself in you. He's not after a fantasy, what God can do through you, what God can do in the world through you. He's after a building. After that, everything flows. So, I share something. I'm not preaching. I'm preaching uh, this timeline, what happened to my, what happened actually in my life. It's the most attacked gift. But I can't tell you, I invested in it. And I saw the most amazing results. Now, I'm here to tell you <coughs> that it's an investment. Something that you invest in, you, 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 all your time is built around that. Right? All my time was built around that, especially when I got uncomfortable inside. That's when it really mattered. And that's when so many things shifted so much. And that's when I started to hear so much from the Lord. Now, how many people here, they want to be used by the Lord? They want God to do the good work inside of them? This changed me. There's no mystery of how a person can come from here to this place. There's no mi this, this is the treasure. This is the mystery. <coughs> now, I was praying 
I was praying in tongues three to seven hours a day, a day when I started. Three to seven hours. My wife's a witness. I go in my backyard and I pray until my tongue gets cramps. Now, what drove me to pray in tongues that long was the book that I read. I knew that what God says in the scripture is true. But everything in me, uh, it's incapable or I'm limited. I'm very limited. I love Jesus and I want to believe in him and I want to do everything for him. I'm very limited. So I started three to seven hours praying in tongues every day. I wake up in the morning, I start. I time myself, I come to the end of the night, I've hit from three to seven hours. I was praying in tongues more than I was speaking English. And I don't like speaking English. <laughs> really, I, I'm not a talkative person. But how I adapted this revelation from God changed my life. Now, it's an investment, like I said. It's something that you give your life to. Paul, he said, I pray in tongues more than anyone. And he became the mighty man of God. So I'll share what happened to you when I started to pray in tongues. When I prayed in tongues, I said to the Lord, I'm going to do what you say. The rest is up to you. That's what I said to him. I didn't tell him anything else. So I started to pray in tongues. Three to seven hours. <coughs> I went to work in Mascot. My second year in my journey, I went to work in Mascot. On a Saturday, I never work on a Saturday. But my workers had to work and I went to work. Now, I'm in Subway. I'm shouting my workers Subway. I didn't know how powerful tongues was until I saw what I saw. And I led, m I led one of my workers. He was an atheist. I led him to the Lord that week. He used to rob and steal. <coughs> he was caught on the job site the week before, stealing all the copper from the job site. And they called him, the building company called him, and they said, is this your worker? I said, yeah. And the Holy Spirit said to him, don't, don't sack him. And I said, okay, Lord. And I said, what about if he does it again? I didn't hear anything. And the Holy Spirit said, tell him about me. And anyways, on the street, he was emptying all the copper out of his bags and he was weeping on my shoulder. He gave his life to Christ. Now we're in Subway and he's there and anything that I would share, he would receive it in his heart. And two people walked into the subway at Mascot and they said in a loud voice excuse me who's the man of God in this place in the mascot at subway 
and Maroka, the one that I led to the Lord in that week, pointed to me. And these guys, like we talk about Christ and we're not, these guys walked in screaming that. And they said, is there a man of God in this place? And the guy said, it's this guy. He said, can we talk to you outside? And I said, okay. They said to me, the Holy Spirit woke us up at five in the morning and we live in Port Macquarie. And he said to come down here and you will anoint us with the Holy Spirit. And I shared this with you, how the Holy Spirit operates. And he said that we drove down, we can't even drive from Grandpa to this place. <laughs> it's pretty funny, eh? We struggle from Maryland, uh, Granville, Parramatta, to get to this place. These people drove from Port Macquarie and they got there at 11.30 in the, in the midday. They got there and they said, the Holy Spirit told us that you're going to anoint us and you're going to tell us something. So I went outside and I said, let me just wait until it comes. And they said, we're starting Bible college on Monday. And it was Saturday. And the Holy Spirit told us to come here. Now they drove there. They drove all the way just to get that. And I said, my friend, stand here. I said, both of you stand there. They were so hungry. You know, when I see that, I love it. You know why? Because I'm that person too. Now I've humbled and settled down in many ways. But I was just a person, whatever you say, Lord, I'm doing it. So they stood there, both of them, and the Holy Spirit fell on them, both of them. I didn't even start praying. And they fell in the garden bed, in the subway. They fell in the garden bed, gone in the spirit, or both of them on the floor. And everyone's looking around, like, what's going on? I said, it's okay, Holy Spirit's... <laughs> They ran even faster. <laughs> true story, word for word, true story. And I said to them, I give you some advice. What God done in me is because I prayed in tongues every day. For two, uh, for two years, I was two years in the Lord then. <coughs> and I said, I prayed in tongues and then God taught me the scripture. And it's very different how we want to try to do it. We want to read the scripture and pray in tongues and expect ourselves to get all this revelation or whatever it is. And I said, I give you some advice. I prayed in tongues and God taught me what I need to read. And they said, we will take that. They jumped in the car, never saw him again. But how obedient are they to get woken up four, four in the morning or something? And they said, we come from Port Macquarie just to meet you. But God was able to give something to them. And this is what I'm giving to you today. I pray in tongues every day, all day. That's all I know how to do now. 
and I, I see it as an investment because the years that I invested in praying in tongues, I didn't feel too much, to be honest. But now I see so much. They got filled in the Holy Spirit while the Holy Spirit came over them. The dialogue of the Holy Spirit in the Bible was as they laid hands, they spoke in tongues. That's the dialogue of the New Testament for a spirit-filled believer. You know, when people come to me, they say, so if, I'm, if, I'm, if I don't pray in tongues, then does that mean I'm not baptized in the Holy Spirit? Very sad how you can challenge the Holy Spirit in this way. The dialogue of the scripture is that when the Holy Spirit came upon someone through the laying of the hands, naturally they spoke in tongues after that. Now when I see like different types of denominations coming to try to trap me, they tell me, so if I'm not, if, if I'm not speaking in tongues, does that mean I'm not baptized? Everyone always is talking in a way to talk themselves out of it. Why don't you change and say, Lord, I want to speak in tongues. I was so hungry for tongues. I waited six months for tongues. I share my, my, my testimony, which is when tongues came upon me, I got taken into a room where there was around 16 to 17 angels and they had their hands on me, all of them. And I spoke and I left my body and I went to a place, three hours I was in tongues in that moment. And I can't tell you the experience that I had. It was a beautiful experience because that's the Holy Spirit. And this is what allowed the work to begin in my life. Yeah, that's one little testimony. I'll share another one. But this is with Satan. <coughs> I want to share what happened. I was leading probably 30 people a week to the Lord. Probably the fifth year of my journey, fifth year of my journey. I was leading 25 to 30 souls a week to the Lord. Real, really. Wherever I would go, I'll win them over to the Lord. And it was something very different. I pray in tongues when I was winning those people. I was praying in tongues in between three to seven hours every day. Something that blessed me so much is consistency. Very consistent. And it hasn't changed to this day. Consistency is... is the true obedience. I got taken down a tunnel, black stairs. And I didn't want to go down the stairs in the dream. But the person said, go down. You must see wh what I'm going to show you. I went down the stairs. And there was a chief of the devils. Chief. He had like all these badges of how many people he destroyed regarding God's people. And I got downstairs and there was thousands of demons. And there were 
chanting for this chief because he's coming to see me. And he's walking, I, don't, I have to tell you what happened. He's walking and he's starting to circle me and looking at me very suspicious. And all the demons are chanting for this chief because he's going to come and oppose me. I had many encounters with Satan, many. Many divine, didn't ask for them. God took me to fight. I had warfare like you don't understand. You hear that testimony, you say, well, I want to do this. You don't know what I faced on the other side. And he said, this guy here, this guy here causing trouble, this one. And he's looking at me and he's spitting on me like this. This one here, he's causing trouble for us, him. This one. And they're all going like this. Finish him, finish him to me. And I felt death at my door in the dream. I felt death at my door. I felt it upon my body. Like the sentence of death is on my door. He grabbed his hand and he put it in my voice box. And he ripped my voice off. And he goes, try to pray in tongues now. Try to see if you can. And I couldn't pray in tongues in my dream. And he said, try to preach the gospel. Look how intimidated he was. The first thing he said to me, try to pray in tongues if you can. And how much trouble I was giving the other realm that I don't deserve my attention anyway. He goes, pray in tongues now if you can. Preach to Jesus now. And they're all laughing. He can't say nothing and he's mocking. Um, I went mute. Anyways, I got to the side. They had the firing squad ready for me. It's a real dream. I used to have dreams like that. They got the firing squad ready. And they said, do you have anything to say before we destroy you? And they said, we're going to let you say and utter a few words before we destroy you. There was around three to 4,000 demons. The dome of where I was was black water. Black water on the ground, black water above the sphere. And they said to me, we're going to give you a chance to say something. I got on my knees. I uttered six or seven words in tongues. And I said, Jesus, don't let me die. And I felt in that moment the sentence of death. And I said, Jesus, don't let me die. I've come all this way for you. And I'm not stopping now. And as I said that, the black dome started to break with light. Break all the way like a crack and a man come on the cloud in the dream came on the cloud fire in his eyes and he went like this and he struck fire from his hand and it hit the chief first and then a wave came and wiped out every single demon around me 
and they all got they all died in the water that Jesus struck and he said to me don't be afraid I'm with you and from that day I grew so strong in the Lord but the warfare was real but I can't I can't tell you how God kept sustaining me because I was praying in tongues very consistent and my connection was with God was very very strong and very very powerful now when I started to cast out devils the Holy Spirit allowed this to happen and legions came out of this lady and they were mocking me and watching me what I do every day and they said they said they said this they said you stubborn Christian the demons are talking I have a witness they said you stubborn Christian all you do is yap 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 pray in tongues every day and fast and we can't even stop you every day they said blah 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 you walk around the pool blah 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 around the pool real 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 they said we we sent distractions we sent people to attack you we did everything we can to stop you from this and I said what did it do for me I said I said since you brought it up what what did that ministry do for me praying in tongues they said you have too much fire around you now they go we can't even look where you are but I I worked for this and like I said it wasn't about deliverance or healing or how I do things for the Lord it was about the first fire of my character my heart purging this one here this was the most important one and they brought it up I didn't even niggle them in any way and they said all you do is pray in tongues all day and you don't stop and they said you stubborn Christian I knew this is what God wants this is the pathway for you to be great in the Lord Amen. How much do you believe it is how much you actually pray in it. <laughs> I believe in it. Ten minutes. I don't know if you believe. But I can't tell you it was an investment. I saw the 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 big picture that I'm becoming a building for the Lord not a fantasy or not something where he can just use me for a little period of time you become mature stable the first six months I prayed in tongues <coughs> I felt the greatest resistance I felt in my spirit the greatest rebellion when I first started to pray in tongues 
I felt, what is this feeling? I felt like I didn't even want to read the Word of God. I felt like I didn't even want to pray. And I said to the Holy Spirit, why am I feeling like this? I love you, Lord. Why am I feeling like this? And he said, the moment you started to pray in tongues and fast, I started to show you the deep-rooted unbelief inside of you. And when I saw it, I tell you now, I saw it. I felt it. It was at my door. It was my enemy. It was my opposition. But before I started to pray in tongues, before I started to fast, I never saw it. So when I started to pray in tongues, the Holy Spirit exposed that hidden nature that only the Holy Spirit can reveal. So everything that was hidden in me, my rebellion, my compromise, my doubt, my fears, my insecurities, my sinful nature, bitterness, many things got exposed. Got exposed. And everything that the Lord wanted to do in me, I couldn't unsee it anymore. I had sharp discernment because of how much I was inside the Holy Spirit. Nothing was able to hide. Nothing was able to linger around without me exposing it or seeing what I'm actually dealing with. And it was very important for me to know this because through praying in tongues, God took, took me systematically step by step what I had to deal with inside my heart. Step by step how he had to take the world away from me or the appetite for the world. And I can't tell you it's an investment. It's the greatest investment. What it done for me I can't uh, put in words. But I can tell you that the Holy Spirit has been sent for us. But if you don't pray in Him, then how can He actually work? He has been sent for us. Jesus said, I'll give you the comforter. It's better I go. So, I have the Holy Spirit, thank you. No, it doesn't work like that. You have to pray. The Bible says pray without ceasing. Paul said, I pray in tongues more than anyone. Tongues was given for edification, for your own edification. That means your mind, that means your heart, that means your emotions, that means your character. He touches every area. I can't tell you how much this works. Go to Psalms 45, please. Another beautiful scripture. Okay, beautiful scripture here. Another hidden treasure about tongues. Ready? It says, my heart overflows with a good thing. I address my psalm to the king. 
My tongue is like the pen of a skillful writer. What's that mean? It means that as you pray in tongues, the king, who is Jesus, begins to write your book. That's what he's saying here. You become skillful in the master's hand. My heart overflows with a good thing. I address my psalm to the king. My tongue is like the pen of a skillful writer. It's true that God has written our book. But he's given you responsibility to let him do the good work in you first before he begins to write your life. I can't tell you how praying in tongues systematically allowed God to deal with every area of my life and he still continues he actually still continues but you become in the master's hand he writes your book he writes your book on earth how many people here want Jesus to write their book you have to get out of the way my friends <laughs> because you can even know God's word and still get in the way you have to get out of the way my friends and the Holy Spirit teaches you to get out of the way he humbles you he disciplines you he purges you so you can actually be a person who's disciplined with the Holy Spirit. Very different. Now, I was quoted a scripture from last week about how the baptism of fire takes place. You've got to ask yourself a serious question today. That if God left this gift for us, why aren't I investing enough time in it? I'd like to show you some, scr some scripture here of what actually persuaded me to be sold out to pray in tongues and to fast. We go to 1 Corinthians 14. verse 1 to 26 I'm not going to read it all I'm just going to get the word that I want <coughs> everyone's coughing today Everyone's going for it. Uh, does it work? Ah. <coughs> now, I'm going to show you the connection here with Jude chapter 1. 
Ministering tongues and edifying tongues, they're two different things. A lot of people think that, he says here, to go after prophecy more because there's no point sitting in a church setting and everyone's gone and praying in tongues and there's no interpretation. So they're getting very confused. Now look what it says here. It says, pursue love and desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. Now this is regarding a church setting. Next one, please. For he who speaks in tongues does not speak to men, but to God. For no one understands him, however, in the spirit he speaks mysteries. But he who prophesies speaks edification and exhortation and comfort to men. He who speaks in the tongues edifies himself, but he who prophesies edifies the church. I wish you, I wish you what? All of you, you pray in tongues. Now, very sad how many religious people have tried to speak themselves out of praying in tongues. Very sad. I wish you all speak with tongues, but even more that you prophesied. For he who prophesies is greater than the one who speaks in tongues. Now he's talking about a church setting. There's no point sitting there, and there's no interpretation of tongues while someone is praying in tongues. That's happened to me once so far. Once in the ten years. It was the third year of my journey. And a lady, when we prayed for a Baker Street, she... she she broke out in tongues, but crying tongue. And as she was crying in her tongue, the Holy Spirit let me hear what she was actually crying out in the Spirit. And you know what she was crying out in the Spirit? Lord, I want a child. I don't have a child for my own. She was crying that in tongues, and I understood what she was crying. And then she did it again, and the Holy Spirit said, what she's saying is that the Lord's going to give her a girl. Now, when she came out of it, she was married, I don't know, eight or nine years, never had children. And from that tongues that she received, that I understood or interpreted, she had the girl. She had a girl only once so far in my whole journey when I interpreted tongue. And how God does things, he does it. But it's very important here that we pray that we can interpret it as well. 
Now, a lot of my revelation from God has come from this, praying in tongues, most of it. Now, the word here, and I have to read this to you. The word edify, he says, because tongues, that tongues is to, for your own personal edification. I want you to see this. Whoever is following, <coughs> the word edify comes from the word oikodama. Oikodama. Close. It's close enough. It's close enough. So the word is the one who prays in tongues edifies himself. I want you to see this word, everyone here. Because I was a broken man. I was a broken man. I was insufficient in every area of my life, mentally, emotionally, physically. I was a broken man. I can't tell you what the Holy Spirit done for me, but can I tell you something? I held on to him every day, and I didn't want to bypass this process. I held on to him every day, and I did what he told me to do. Every day, I prayed, and I prayed, and I prayed, and I prayed, and I didn't stop. And momentum upon momentum, Momentum upon momentum. I didn't think, how does God do things? I just prayed. He did it for me. It's true. But I invested in this. Now the word edify is oikadama. It's the Strong's 3618. You ready? This is what it means to repair. How many people need God to repair them. <laughs> How many people? I tell you something, every altar of sin, every altar of sin, every altar where Satan has been working through, when I started to pray in tongues, he destroyed every altar. I didn't have an appetite for sin anymore. I didn't have an appetite for evil anymore. I didn't have an appetite for my mind to wander anywhere in the world anymore. Why? Because I invested in this. When I found out here, he repairs, he repair. I need repair from where? From sin, from the devil, from my flesh. I did, he did, he repaired it. That was one area that I needed repairing from. Not to compromise anymore, not to be double-minded anymore. Not to be a slave or influence to sin or self. I actually felt it in my spirit. I felt like I have mastery over that area. So people fighting addictions, Lord Jesus, take it away from me. I didn't even focus on that. I prayed in tongues. I prayed in tongues. I prayed in tongues. Then it became foul. It became foul to me. How can I be doing that? But who gave me that? The Holy Spirit. 
A lot of people, they're fighting addictions, they're fighting chains, they're fighting the flesh. And the Holy Spirit hasn't made it foul to them yet. It, it, addictions, sin, love for sin, became foul to me when I started to bring tongues. Foul. It became like an odor. I can't be around that anymore. In the beginning, I wanted to stay away from sin, but I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. When I started to pray in tongues, God put that in me. <coughs> he repaired my emotions. I had so much discouragement, disappointment, hurt, failure, rejection. When I started to pray in tongues, he dealt and uprooted every one of them. You know, you know, so many people, they live with rejection, they live with failure, they live with anger, they live with disappointment, they live with hurt. They live like a victim mentality. God repaired that in my heart. I'm no longer a prisoner to that anymore. Because you know what? The Holy Spirit has to do it, right? The Bible says it's not by might, it's not by strength, right? By his spirit. Yeah. But but how do you, how is it released? Holy Spirit, free me from this. I wish it was so easy. I prayed in tongues, I let God do whatever he had to do. <coughs> so the first one edifies himself. The first word is repair. How many people need to be repaired by the Lord here? How many people are trying to do it in their own strength? Does it really work? I tried, I prayed in tongues for one week like you told me. I didn't see what I wanted to see. I tell him, good, good. One week's beautiful. <laughs> one week's good. My friend, I invested in this. Like I said, I invested. If God says it, it's going to happen. I'm out of the picture now. God says, you keep on praying, he will do it. I'm out of the picture. I don't need to compromise anymore. I don't need to ask questions anymore. I've just got to be obedient to the process. But I'm not seeing it in the way that I want to see it. I learned just to... Be quiet. I learned just to be quiet. Let God do what he needs to do inside of me. And everything's seasonal. Everything is seasonal. You'll go through a dramatic work, mentally, emotionally, sinfully, but you would know it's the Holy Spirit bringing that to you. So I learned to know where I am in my journey when I'm praying in the Spirit. It's very important. So the first one, he repairs. We all need to be repaired, right? The second one, he restores. 
There's nothing the Holy Spirit can't do. Well, like I said, you have your own flesh to deal with. And many people want to get in the way. Now, this is the work of the Holy Spirit inside of you. All you have to do is just pray. All you have to do is just pray. And He does the rest for you. That is true grace. Can you ask for any better grace? That is grace. That He gives you everything, just open your mouth. But don't open your mouth for the enemy. I tried and it didn't work and you know like I'm not feeling it like are you supposed to feel something? I'm not feeling anything but that's what I hear every single week. I tell people you talk too much like you spoke half an hour for me I haven't heard those in one year there's a whole conversation like that. Invest it for tongues God will do something internally that will satisfy you for, for the rest of your life. I was a broken man. I was a very broken man. Fear, fear tormented me day and night. Anxiety and depression tormented me day and night. I kissed the ground that Jesus gave me today. I really do because he gave me a new life. He really did, but I held on to him. So the first one, <coughs> he repairs. Second one, he restores. You know the greatest thing that God restores when you pray in tongues? Your faith. The greatest thing God restored in my life was my faith. Because faith is the most important thing that pleases him. Faith. Faith to believe Him, faith to, rel be, to rely on Him, and faith to trust Him. You don't make any decisions for yourself anymore. It's, tr it's true, right? If you trust the Lord Jesus, right, you're not looking anywhere else anymore. It's the greatest thing that God restored in my life. Faith to believe and trust Him in every season. So number one, he restores. Number two, he repairs. Number, th number three, <coughs> to build a foundation. This is, that's that word edify. To build a foundation. You know what that tells you? He starts from scratch. He starts from the bottom. He establishes such a healthy foundation in you so you can walk with the Lord the rest of your life. How many people leave the Lord? They're seasonal. Their prayer life is uh, so strong when they're in need and they're in want but when everything seems to calm down their life calms down too. How many people, their journey are hot and cold? How many people 
not carrying the same fire and the same zeal regarding when they have been freed from the Lord. <coughs> so he builds a foundation. Next one. To cause your structure to be concrete. To cause you to be concrete, meaning not to be moved. You're so stable in the Lord. This is all from tongues. Someone will say, there's got to be an easy way, surely. I wish there was. But if God says it, trust him. Right? Trust him. Next one. This is a good one. <coughs> so, so, to build a foundation, another one here is to rebuild. I can't tell you how fast you face any setbacks at all. How many believers here have faced setbacks, delays? through their own strength, through their own reasoning, through their own control, through their own pride. He says here that he rebuilds. You know what that tells you? It tells you to get out of the way. To never plan or do anything in your own strength. Now this is all from praying in tongues. And someone will say, so tongues pretty much does everything for your personal life. That's how God intended it to be. People have taken advantage of it today. Next one. Are you ready? To promote growth. Well, I want to grow in the Lord. Brain tongues. It says here, it promotes growth. How many people want to grow in the Lord? See, the Holy Spirit does something you cannot do. So it promotes growth in Christian wisdom, affection. So let's say, let's say you lack affection towards people. When you pray in tongues, the Holy Spirit creates such a sensitivity in you where you're so affectionate to people. Isn't that interesting? The most powerful thing that puts you in ministry is affection. Because if you don't have affection, why are you preaching to people for? Isn't that true? If you don't have affection to people, then why are you chasing people for? So, so many people don't have affection. They want to preach the gospel. They get burnt out. They never preach anymore. They have bad experiences. But if affection was operating in you, your flame won't go out. You're doing it for the right reasons to seek and save.
So praying in tongues promotes growth, promotes Christian wisdom, affection. More grace is given to you from the Lord. Virtue, holiness, blessedness. Look at this one. This is all from the, that one word. <coughs> to grow in wisdom, obedience, and duty. That's what happens <coughs> when you pray in tongues. Systematically, he forms the perfect building. I can't tell you how much revelation I've received from the Lord regarding praying in tongues and how the scripture comes alive when I read it. You know why? Because I obeyed the Lord. I didn't see in front of you and say, yeah, 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 and didn't do nothing when I go home. So, people want to be restored, cleansed. Look what it says here, to repair, to rebuild, to restore, to build up from the foundation to complete a structure, to promote growth, wisdom, affection, grace, virtue, holiness, blessedness, to grow in wisdom, obedience, and duty. Isn't it interesting that when you pray in tongues, God produces the fear of the Lord in you? Yeah, because holiness is the fear of the Lord. When you pray in tongues, He produces the fear of the Lord in you. He creates an odor towards sin and to the world where you don't want it anymore. Because when I was a slave to sin in the beginning of my journey, I didn't hate sin, though I tried to avoid it. When I prayed in tongues, he caused me to hate it. All that from the most important gift that God gave us. That's, that's from that scripture. And many people, they pray in tongues, they tell me my life's upside down. My character, my emotions, everything surfaced and the devil is attacking me. You know why? Because you can't, you can't hide anymore. When the spirit's involved, you're fighting spirit now. You're not fighting something of a character. You're fighting the spirit that, who bring that to you. So, let's go to Jude chapter 1. Who's going to fast and pray in tugs regularly after this? I'll be watching you. I'll be asking. I'll, I'll, I'll be watching you, definitely. Wayne to get home to pray in tongues, not right now. <laughs> I can't tell you, I can't tell you the investment of praying in tongues. 
I can't tell you. Uh, not, not yet, sorry. What? Not regarding tongues? Now? So what's your question? Um, what about if one, you're not, you're, you're Alright, so I'll, I'll speak to you alone regarding okay. that. So what about if your tongue hasn't opened? Yeah. So it's common with, <coughs> it's common with believers today because you have your carnal mind to block out for the gift of tongues to be released. So a lot of people who are controlling or fearful um, they struggle to speak in tongues fluently because of the limitation in their mind. So, so many people that have fear or control around that gift. Some people have come from other religious backgrounds where they say tongues is of the devil. So, people in other denominations have said that tongues is of the devil. They come with their walls already up and they can't speak in the way that it comes naturally and fluently. <coughs> so it, it, it can be a doctrine issue, it can, be a fee, it can be a fee thing in their own heart. Like, am I actually praying in tongues? Is it actually real? There's so much doubt around that. There's people who have struggled with fear in the past, where they struggle to um, say anything other than what they're um, comfortable with. So I've seen it on both ends. People from different... <coughs> yeah, so the Bible says when you pray in tongues, your mind is unfruitful. So your mind's unfruitful. It's not going to understand what it's saying. You're speaking a mystery to God. The Bible says the one who speaks in tongues does not speak to man, he speaks to God. No one understands him, he utters mysteries by the Spirit. So it's a mystery, yeah, it's a mystery unknown to the carnal mind. So a person who, who is, yeah but, you ha yeah, but you have to pray in tongues for him to speak through you. Yeah, <coughs> yeah so people who struggle to pray in tongues, um, mo most of the times it's, a, it's a, the carnal mind that they're struggling to put aside for them to speak in tongues where there's control around that area there's fear from other religious backgrounds but most of the people 99% of the people that I've prayed for they all speak in tongues um, a few people in this Bible studies they've probably spent 5-6 years and then the tongues 5-6 uh, months and their tongues came out like a river but, but they, they took time but it was a carnal it was a mind issue Okay. All right. So we go to Jude chapter one. I'm going to preach about this. <coughs> <coughs> There's five stages here of what happens when you pray in tongues. I like to speak about it. <coughs> Number one. This is what happens. God's way when you pray in tongues. Whoever is following, I'm just going to quickly go through them. So in the verse 20, it says, By you, beloved, building yourselves up on the most holy faith and praying in the Holy Spirit. That word there is phenuma. It's God's breath. It's not the breath of Adam. 
So when it says you praying in the spirit, he's talking about phenuma. It's God's spirit, not the natural language. A lot of people say, yeah, I pray in the spirit. Uh, thank you, Jesus. And uh, no, the Bible doesn't say that. Number, number two, as a result of you praying in the spirit, it says, keep yourselves in the love of God, waiting for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ. That leads to eternal life. So number two, <coughs> what's birthed in you by praying in, the in praying in the Spirit? He gives you the ability to fully trust the Lord and to be kept in His love. Number three, which is a very important one. He says here, and have mercy on those who doubt, save others by snatching them out of the fire. So here he's talking about cultivating Christ's heart. What would allow you to take people out of the fire? That's the heart of Christ. Isn't it interesting that before God puts you in ministry, he has to give you Jesus' heart? So number two, he gives you the ability to trust the Lord in every way. Number three, before he puts you into the ministry, he gives you the heart of Jesus, where you have a heart of compassion, mercy, where you want to take people out of the fire. This is all in line from what we're saying here. He gives you Jesus' heart. Imagine you want to go in ministry, you don't have Jesus' heart. You destroy everyone. That's why so many people, I tell them, you know, step by step, stage by stage, they, pr they get a hold of the gospel, I want to start ministry straight away. But you don't have the heart of Christ yet. God's got to purge you. God's got to transform you. God's got to build you. Isn't it interesting? The first one he gives is for you to be kept in the love of God. Number three, then he starts to cultivate Christ's heart in you. Where you start to feel and think like Christ. You can take any hits and blows from people. I don't care what people do to me in hell. I know I'm doing it unto Christ. One day you can be the hero. The next day you can be a criminal to everyone. <laughs> I d what I do, it's for Christ now. Because when Jesus does something, he does it without any obligation wanting anything back. We do it for the sake of Christ. Now that's number three. Cultivates Christ's heart. Now this doesn't happen overnight, please. Don't think like I'm gonna pray in tongues and give me this and I'm gonna do this and please. Little by little. I'm just showing you the process. Okay? Number four, <coughs> it says to others show mercy with fear. What does God give you? Godly fear. Now this is from Jude 1.20. That's the system of what happens when you pray in tongues. Number one, <coughs> fully trust the Lord. Number, sorry, uh, number two, fully trust the Lord. Number three, cultivate Christ's heart. Number four, have the fear of God. 
Isn't that interesting? Number five, it says, hating even the garments stained by the flesh. Isn't it interesting? You start to hate sin. You hate a trace of sin. And who does that all when you pray in tongues? He does it systematically inside of you. Isn't that a beautiful picture? So Jude chapter 1 verse 20. Could we, read it to, could we read it from 20 to 23, please? <coughs> Let's read it. But you, beloved, build yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. Keep yourselves in the love of God, waiting for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ that leads to eternal life. And have mercy on those who doubt, Save others by snatching them out of the fire. To others show mercy with fear, hating even the garments stained by the flesh. You see the five stages of what happens when you pray in tongues? Yeah? Can I say it like this? You will struggle if you don't pray in tongues. Because that's the Holy Spirit doing it through you. And He's the one given by God to do the good work inside of you. Do you believe that? That's what the Bible teaches. Now, tongues is an investment. You will see some dramatic changes and some you'll see the slow chipping away. But both of them work. Me? I won't say I like risks. I just go all in. I go all in. If God says something, Whatever the process, whatever the price, I'm just going all in. Because that's how I want to be. I don't want to think I know something to be true and I'm not giving all myself to it. How I believe from the beginning, I have to give all myself to it. Or, 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 or the true call for God, it's not true. That's how I, that's how I was wired up in the beginning. I have to go all in. And there's no hype around that place. There's no hype around that place. I knew, I think Jesus is coming. <laughs> I can't tell you, I wish I could write down all my experiences of what I, ha what I encountered with the Holy Spirit by praying in tongues. I cried tears of joy many times because I pray in tongues hours and hours on a weekly basis and Jesus will visit me in my dreams. I live for those moments because I have to encounter Jesus. He's the God of the living. I must speak with him because I'm seeking him. I can't tell you every moment changed my life. And nothing's changed to this day. But can I tell you something? This investment changed my life. And it's not something that you try. It's something you give yourself over to. 
because him working on your heart, him working in your mind, him working on your character, your emotions, um, where you are in your journey, it's very important. And I wish I can just share with you how the presence of God followed me when I started to pray in tongues. It's time to go home, is it? <laughs> I can't tell you. I can't tell you the first hand that came to deal with my character, to deal with my rejection, my disappointment, my hurt, my lack of love, my brokenness. God repaired me in this area. I was a broken man in every area. God gave me a new identity by the Holy Spirit. It's not, an, it's not, a, wor it's not a word. It's a process that I went through. But can I tell you something? <coughs> God gave me a picture when I started to pray in tongues and he showed me a whirlwind, a whirlwind, like a cyclone but it was a cyclone of the Holy Spirit. And when I was praying in tongues, it would like get faster and faster. And nothing in me regarding the flesh, regarding sin, regarding the world, was able to get stuck in me. It got swallowed by that cyclone. And God showed me a picture. I'm echoing now. God showed me a picture that when I started to pray in tongues, Nothing was able to trap me, not even my own flesh. It was such a place of momentum and moving forward in the Lord. Nothing was able to trap me. There was such a vicious wind of the Spirit. Nothing was able to make me stuck. Now you think about it. You think about it now. Have you invested enough time in this? I told you, I tell you the truth. I pray in tongues more than I speak English. <coughs> and it's the truth. I'd rather speak to God than hear my own voice. Who likes to talk here? <laughs> I made a decision. I'd rather speak to God than hear my own voice. Especially in the beginning when there's so much complaining. I didn't get my way, Lord. I cut it out. I just learned to zip. Not being rude to anyone. I learned to zip, speak to God. He knows best. I don't. So in the beginning, I, I put a cork in my mouth. Not regarding the tongues by my, my natural language. And Paul gave us a good indication how to pray. He said, I speak in the natural, meaning pray in the natural, then I pray in the spirit. He goes, I sing in the natural, then I sing in the spirit. He gave us an indication how to become the perfect Christian. Now, can I ask you the question, do you invest enough in tongues? No, the, I'll tell you no. I answer for you, it's no. You must invest more. And you'll see God taking you to a place you never imagined. 
a thrill. For three years, every single day, Jesus would visit me in my sleep and tell me who to go and preach to, what's going to happen, this person's name. For three years, every day. And people used to laugh at me. Like, I couldn't wait to go to sleep. God's going to speak with me. <laughs> really? Really? They're the encounters I was having with the Lord. I couldn't wait to sleep. God's going to speak with me. The expectation was just too big. I wake up, I'm in tongues. Naturally, I'm worshipping. There was a river, river of God's presence. I sleep, God give me instruction. At times, I got stuck. At times, I got challenged. At times, I felt like I'm doing it in my own strength. Then I would, he would rebuild again. I shared the both, the good and the bad. But I tell you, the encounters, nothing's powerful, than, nothing's more powerful than encounters. We serve a living God, we serve a living heaven. Do you invest enough time in tongues? It's very powerful. I can't tell you, this changed my life. So think about it today. Invest more time in bringing tongues. Your life will change emotionally, mentally, spiritually will change. Amen. The most beautiful moments when I prayed in tongues, I share with you. And I pray that you can understand my heart when I'm sharing this with you. The greatest moments of me praying in tongues all those hours, all those days, all those years, was being hugged and embraced by Jesus. I cry to this day because I was able to be embraced before I go to heaven before I die. He kissed me on my lips and he poured his love over me. I tell you the truth, the greatest encounters to praying in tongues was embracing Jesus before I die. Nothing changes you and transforms you more than in letting Jesus embrace you with his love that will transform you for the rest of your life. There were the moments that made me today. Is being hugged and kissed by Jesus. Nothing's more better than that. There's nothing more better than that. And you know the only thing he said to me when I saw him? <coughs> the only thing he said to me, he bought his lips on my lips. And he kissed me. And he said to me, finish everything I gave you. And I said, Lord, I want to stay here with you. 
And he said, you can't. You have more to do. And he said, go. And I came back to life. Those, tho those moments, those moments with the Lord, they changed my life. Because I encountered the one who wrote the Bible. I encountered the one who has the keys to my soul. There's no other greater in encounters or experiences than seeing the Lord Jesus himself. Is that? Is it true? He, he, he is the fullness of our faith. So all those times I'm seeking, I'm seeking, I want to see him. And he comes now, but he comes differently now. He doesn't come, I love you, my son, and you, you're amazing. No, he comes with responsibility. He comes to me with responsibility now. He comes with me with assignments. This is your assignment on earth. I can, ha I can get that now because I really got that healing touch and that loving touch from him. Now he gives assignments now. And now I have a responsibility for you also to be healed from the Lord. Okay? So everyone wants to go home and pray in tongues now? Let's, let's pray. <coughs> now whoever doesn't pray in tongues, we will lay hands on you today. So you can pray in tongues. Okay. Yeah, so as you know, we are going to Brazil uh, by the grace of God next Tuesday. So we'll be closed for two weeks will be closed for two weeks. The last session will be this Sunday. Uh, Pastor Tony will be preaching. So just, just to let you know, um, take a lot of time out to fast and pray in tongues. And we will try to hook up with you um, via uh, Skype, uh, not Skype, via Facebook. We will try to Zoom or Zoom. We'll try to preach to you from there. We'll see how we go. No promises, but we will try to get a, a good two sessions um, when we're in Brazil, okay? Just letting you know. Also for all the for everyone, um, um, thank you for coming to this place. Thank you for opening your hearts for the Lord. This place is to prepare you for Jesus and to teach you how to move forward. Um, we care for you. And our duty is for Jesus. But I like to pray for the people here that don't pray in tongues. Or for the people that are struggling. And for the people that lost their fire regarding praying in tongues. Or they've lost their zeal regarding that. We like to pray for you. For all the people here that don't pray in tongues enough. I ask you as a brother to make this your greatest investment. Make this your greatest investment. And the way you do that is 
put some nice instrumental music on in your room and begin to pray in tongues. Lie down on your back. I find a lot of people, when they're trying to pray in tongues, they're, they're trying to walk and they're, trying to, they're all over the shop. Lie down on your back and pray in tongues. I've had many out-of-body experiences where I got taken to heaven, I got taken to God's throne room where the blood is. Just you and the Holy Spirit. Okay? But I will teach more about this. <coughs> but for all the people here that don't pray in tongues, I'd like to pray for you. Anyone had bad experiences with churches where they say it's from the enemy? Um, we're going to come against that and ask the Holy Spirit um, to be released upon you. Now, I'd like to share something with you before. I'd like to share something with you before to show you that the Holy Spirit He's a jealous God. He's a jealous God. I want to share this with you. I don't know if you know, there's a footy player called Solomon Hermano. Any, anyone know him? So, this man came to one of our preaching sessions. He gave his heart to the Lord. And all the guys are trying to pray on him so he can receive the gift of tongues. And he wouldn't come out. Two hours, everyone was trying every approach they can. And the Holy Spirit spoke with me. And he said, tell him, before he got famous in his career, he made a promise that he'll give his life to Satan if he makes him rich. But tongues wouldn't come out from him. But he repented. He repented. But tongues wouldn't come out still. And he said that Satan came to him before he got famous in his football career. And he said, if you renounce Jesus, I'll make you the richest man and the most popular man regarding your career. And it happened. He renounced Jesus and he asked Satan to come into his life. So when he was trying to get the gift of the Holy Spirit, it wouldn't come until he renounced how he hurt the Holy Spirit in that time. And when the Holy Spirit told me that, to tell him, he renounced it, and he collapsed to the floor, and he screamed in the Spirit. So if any people here learn to respect the Holy Spirit, learn to respect Him, He's God. Show Him honor, show Him respect. Show Him the title that He, that he belongs to. Don't quench Him, don't hurt Him. He's been given as a task to you to help you get to your perfect destiny with Christ. Okay? So anyone here who's hurt the Holy Spirit and they feel like it's not coming out because of that, any false doctrine or anything that they have said to offend the Holy Spirit, we pray for you here. And for the people that do pray in tongues, go home and start to release it every day. Don't think about how long, how long and how far do I have to pray just every day by day. Okay? So let's pray. We thank you, Jesus. 
We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Jesus. I pray, Father, in Jesus' name, that your mercy comes upon this place, your compassion comes upon this place. Holy Spirit, you're welcome here. You are most desired in this place. Holy Spirit, I say it again. You're most desired in this place. You are everything to us. And I thank you, Lord. You are most desired in this place, Holy Spirit. Because without you, we can do nothing. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You are most desired in this place, Holy Spirit. I pray, Lord, that you free them today and come into their hearts so they can know you, Holy Spirit. Bring the mercy of Jesus in this place. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You're most desired in this place, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. You're most desired in this place, Holy Spirit. Free them today, Lord. Free everyone, Lord, today. By your great mercy, Lord. By your love for us, free us today, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your mercy. You're welcome Holy Spirit. As you please and as you desire, this is your ministry, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Jesus. Holy Spirit, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Whoever doesn't pray in tongues, come to the front please